Om Namo Bhagavate Sri Arana Chalaramanaya. Um, the first question you asked was, Bhagavan talks about holding on incessantly to the self in several places in Who Am I? In verse 130 of uh, Guruvachaka Kovai, he provides the lizard analogy to illustrate how tightly one should hold on to the self. Elsewhere in Who Am I, he says that as soon as a thought appears, one should inquire to whom it has appeared. To inquire or shift attention back to self, even before the thought takes shape, requires a great deal of vigilance and sharpness of mind. How does one cultivate such vigilance or sharpness of mind and sustain it? Um, the simple answer is by practice. It's only, it's only by persistent practice that we can, um, we can, we can sh sharpen our power of attention and also by practice, the, the more we, we practice this, the more we are, so to speak, immersing the mind in the light of pure awareness, which is our real nature. And thereby we are purifying and clarifying the mind. So the mind becomes more, becomes clearer and more refined. And so we're able to hold on to our being more firmly. The more firmly we hold on to our being, the more, the, the, the more we will detect the moment that the attention begins to slip away. But um, it's not a, it's not a, it doesn't, from the perspective of anyone practicing this, it's not a simple linear practice. That is, sometimes we seem to be able to hold on to ourselves more, at other times we, we are more quickly diverted away by other thoughts. But whatever it is, we just have to persevere in the practice. The more we persevere, it's only by persevering in the practice but we can um, improve our skill, so to speak. But that skill is a skill that it's not a simple skill of, of being able to hold on to that. There's much more to it than that, because ultimately it depends upon our um, on, on the, the extent to which we have love to hold on to ourselves, and that love again, is, is deepened and intensified by practice. So it's a, it's a gradual process of purifying, clarifying, refining the, the mind, the power of attention. Um, I mean, all, though I, I say purifying, clarifying, refining, all these are, they're all referring to the same thing, but can't, which can't adequately be captured in words, um, but it is only by, by persistent practice. That is the only way. Bhagavan said there's no, there's, no, um, there's no way around this. We all have to persevere in this practice. Is that a clear answer? Yes, thank you, Michael. Um, so with certain skills that we learn in the world, like say playing the, playing the piano, yeah. you learn and then you get better and better at it. Yes. So here, you, it feels like 
sometimes I'm regressing <laughs> because yes. uh, yeah, sometimes yes. the attention goes out and it's difficult to bring it back in. Yes, yes. It's far more difficult to um, measure or assess our progress in this because it's a very subtle thing. One analogy Sadhuam gave is that if you, the, the craters in the moon, in a, in a crescent moon you can't see the craters, in a half moon you can begin to see the craters but they're not very clear. The fuller the moon becomes, the clearer the crater becomes. So the craters are most clear in the full moon. Likewise, as the mind gets more and more purified, we are able to see the residual dirt more clearly. So often it may seem that we are going backwards rather than forwards in this, but we are making progress, even though it may not be perceptible to us. Yes, and sometimes um, as soon as you think you're making some progress, something big comes up. Yeah. And then, and then, uh, yes. and, and then you're, you're lost again, so it's a, it's a constant battle. Who is it who battle. thinks I am making progress? That I that rises to think I am making progress, that itself is the problem. So we, we shouldn't even be concerned about making progress. Bhagavan has given us, shown us the path, he's told us the direction in which we have to travel. Our only concern should be to travel on that path, whether we we shouldn't even be concerned about whether we're making progress or ultimately that is though from the perspective of ego yes there's progress on this path ultimately where we end up is where we start which is from ourselves so ultimately even this progress is unreal because the ego which is progressing is itself unreal so our aim from the beginning to the end our aim should be very simple, just to, to know and to be what we actually are. We are already that. We are just trying to see ourselves more clearly. So um, even to think about progress, again, that's something other than ourselves. What we actually are, for what we actually are, there is no progress. It's only for ego that there's progress. So again, the, the very idea of making progress, the very idea of gaining more skill in this, is again, it's, it's indirectly we're feeding ego. So we shouldn't be concerned about this. What we are concerned about is who am I? What, what we actually are. We are investigating our being. Our being never changes. The mind may change, the mind may may get more refined and everything, but that's not our concern. Our concern is here and now to see who am I. Yes, and the, the lizard analogy really helps because whatever happens, yes. you have to hold on to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that is, lizard, it, that particular type of lizard, I think it's a Commodore dragon or some such, it's got some name in English, but it, it, and I think there are a number of lizards, but this particular species of that type of lizard it has this ability to hold on and it can, if it holds on to a wall, for example, a person can hold the lizard and lift themselves up and the lizard won't yes, let go. Yes, it, yeah, it, kind of yeah, yeah. So we, we need to have that tenacity. So if you're, if you're holding on to yourself, if you're holding on to your being so tenaciously, there won't even be room for the thought to rise. Am I making progress? Am I not making progress? 
we, we, our aim is to separate ourselves from everything that we now take ourselves to be. We can separate ourselves from all these things only by holding on to our being. Our being is immutable, it never undergoes any change. So all this, all this progress and everything, yes, of course, when we're following this path, we have to progress, but it, it, this is all real only for ego. It's not, it's not ultimately it's not real. So we, our, our only concern should be to hold on to our being. Let us, let us, that is, our attitude should be, let Bhagavan put me in heaven or hell, let me progress or let me not progress. My only aim is to hold on to him in my heart. He's ever shiny as I am, that is what I have to hold on to. Everything else we have to be unconcerned about. That's why Bhagavan says in Nana, um, in the sixth paragraph, he says, That means, however many thoughts arise, so what? That, and then he goes on to say, as and when each thought arises, vigilantly we should investigate to whom it arises. Investigating to whom it arises means turning our attention away from the thought back towards ourself, the one to whom the thought appears. So we, we, we have to be very single-minded in this. Just, our only concern is to hold on to our being. As you say, like, a, like this lizard, like this Udambu. We have to cling to that. As Bhagavan says, cling to oneself like, a, a, like the Udambu. Cling so firmly. Yes, yes. If we don't forget to do so. Yeah, we, we, we will forget to do so inevitably. That's, that's the nature of the mind. The mind is fickle. The mind will always be fickle. But we shouldn't be concerned about the mind. The mind will constantly be going outwards. We have to return and hold on to ourselves. It is the nature of the mind to go outwards. It's the nature of ourself just to be. So if we want to, to give up our mind nature and regain our real nature, which we've never actually left, I mean, if we, we, we just have to hold on to our being, unconcerned about everything else. That is what is called Udasina Baba, total indifference to whatever may happen. That means not only what's happening in, in our external life, even what's happening inwardly doesn't concern us because it's all happening only in the view of ego. Our concern is to, is to know who am I. That means to hold on to our being to, to be, and be unconcerned about everything else. That's why Bhagavan says in Nana, like uh, he, he, where he gives the, um, the analogy of the, the pearl divers, the stone that they tie to their waist is vairagya. Vairagya means the total indifference to everything else. And one or two sentences earlier, he defines vairagya as um, 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 anyate, anyate nada dirital. Um, that means um, being without attending to anything other, anything other than oneself, is vairagya or nirasa. And then he goes on to say, not leaving oneself is jnana. These two are one and the same. So how can we, how can we avoid attending to anything other than ourselves? Only by tenaciously holding on to ourselves. 
Thank you, Michael. That's right. useful.